Hi, this is Nikki. As you know, you've been listening to the show, or maybe this is the first show, I talk about sex. Actually, sexual confessions are my repertoire. But before we go any further, what today's show is about, I want to thank all of you for finding me on Twitter, reaching out, talking to me, even if it's about video games um, or scotch or whiskey. Um, some beer, <laughs> anything really, even if it's just general life, I want to thank you. If you want to give a shout out and just say hi or get my thoughts on things, you can always find me on Twitter at dnikki, N-I-K-K-I, 162, or you can even email me your confessions and any sexual thoughts you may have you know, be as descriptive as possible, and I would love to read them and maybe put them on a future podcast. It's Dear Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-162 at Gmail. And on a side note, we are, as a podcast community, and I've just recently joined, I think the support that we give each other is amazing. So to every podcast <laughs> that has taken a moment, even if it was just a snippet to chime me out. I want to thank you. And we are starting to share promos. And today's promo is by Rob from Fat, Drunk, and Stupid. I actually have listened to a, a couple of them, and I actually really like it. Um, it's very natural, which... Uh, if you've ever played with me before or asked about how I want things to go, and my answer's naturally. So I like that. It really feels like you're in a man cave with a bar and you're talking. And even if you're not the guest or you're just, it's not even you're part of the audience. It's just like me, you know, you're just there observing. And it's very neat. He does a very, very good job of bringing you in and creating the picture and the scene around you of what's going on. So I ask that you give him a shot. And if you do, tell him Nikki said hi. Hey folks, Rob here from Fat, Drunk, and Stupid. And what is that, you ask? Well, aside from three words that describe my life, it's a podcast. We talk about food, fun, fellowship, movies, books, video games, pop culture, and much more. Also, some very interesting guests and some awesome stories. And of course, some cold beers along the way, too. So look us up on Twitter at FDS Podcast 7 and look for Fat, Drunk, and Stupid wherever you find your favorite podcast. Thanks for listening. So today I'm sort of winging it. I hate winging it. I like to have. Everything in its place. (laughs) Winging it is not my style. So sort of winging it is where I'm at today. But I might try this winging it out thing that people do on their podcast. Let's see. So today, as I said before, I'm giving advice on toys. Lots and lots of toys. Not Legos. Oh, there you go. Oh. So yes, toys. But I'm going to start 
with my first review, and I know I'm going to pronounce this so wrong, and I'm so sorry. It's uh, Yar Yaroshi, Yar Yarshi, Yarshi, Y A R O S I. It's a vibrator. About <laughs> that, it is a purple vibrator, not a pocket, but just a waterproof silicone vibrator. Um, last year, kind of got a funny story with it. Last year, I was had my Hitachi wand. You could plug it in the wall. That thing, yeah, it was like, what was that commercial where you could take a beating and keep on going? Whatever that thing is, you know? Yeah, that was the Hitachi wand. I think I've had it five years. <laughs> well, the mood struck. I was playing and watching porn. And I remember... What's that smell? Long story short, you never want to be masturbating when your vibrator decides to smoke. It didn't catch on fire. It just... Bad. Very bad. I didn't get hurt. No, you know, the vajayjay is good. No singeing sparks or anything just smoke yeah so no more hotachi wand that leaves but if you're looking for a you know workhorse that keeps on going i mean i guess i could technically say i had to put the hitachi wand out to pasture Ooh, that's a bad reference anyway um so if you were looking for a good workhorse that's yeah, Hitachi wand is the way to go. The one that plugs into the wall, because you never have to remember to fucking charge that thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, the Aroshi. It's, mine was purple. And I got it off Amazon. Not a bad price, you know. Um, yes, I probably should have gone locally, and they probably had it in a barrage of it, but I... Well, because I have no problem using my fingers, so that's why I had no problem waiting until it actually got here. I have a huge texture fetish, and if you've done calls with me before, I have talked extensively about it. So using my fingers was fine with me until the toy got here, because let's face it, when you need to come... We need to do it a little more quickly than we anticipate, than if we've been edging all day. And sometimes exploding hard and fast is good. And toys are great. That's why we need them. Or I think I do. I was skeptical on this one because, like I said, I went from a plug-in workhorse and bit the bullet and thought, well, you know, it, technology has come a super, super far away since I had my Hitachi wand. Um, but again, I had the original, I think now you can, has a dial or something on it, you can up or down. Mine was just high, low, and off, and it come with a beret of attachments, and those attachments are quite nice, I might add. That's another show, but again, I would have to buy, put mine out to pasture, so I'd have to get a new one. Um, so I was very skeptical 
verse on this vibrator. I mean, I came from a wall vibrator, <clears throat> excuse me, and nothing, I mean, nothing beats the power of a plugged-in vibrator, hands down. But honestly, let's face it, it's clunky at best. They're big, bulky, not very portable or discreet <laughs> if you want to take it with you. So after much reading, I decided what the hell. I bought the purple one. It also comes in pink. It has eight speeds, 20 patterns, and the life battery is about three hours, give or take, depending on what speed and what you do with it. Now, if you're like me, you'll forget to charge them. And the damn thing is, I hate, I hate, I hate, that's the only thing I hate about it. That's the, that was the only thing I hate about it. And I miss my Hitachi because I like to edge. And when I edge and I'm there, I, it was so nice just to, to go in, reach into my toy cabinet, plug that sucker and put it on low. Because if you've ever had the original, which was just high and low, high was, oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> I could I never was able to handle high, um, not for very long anyway. Even the low, I mean, boom! I was there and done. And so, yeah. So nothing beats the plugging in of a Hitachi wand. Just gonna say that. So comparing the two, it holds its own for thirty four ninety five. It's a steal in my opinion. If you don't. You know, it has a lot of bells and whistles. I don't use the patterns. I don't need the patterns. I I, I just, I, I don't know. If you're playing with somebody, the patterns would probably be good. I think they, well, I know they would be good because I like to tease. And with teasing, you can do the patterns and it would drive a person to control. I don't tease myself very well. I mean, I can buzz my clip like the best of us and, you know, buzz the balls and the cock head and all that pretty little fun things but that's that's different I, I love teasing myself no it's just slowly just up and down up and down and then you know I'll stop when I'm right there so I can do that but the patterns are just more frustrated and when I'm so horny and I have you know how you get hangry I get hungry, which I get raging. I do when I'm right there. And have you ever been so horny that your skin tingles? And if your partner is not in the mood or you don't have a partner and you're just so hungry that even the wind is, your skin's too sensitive. That's what this is for. That's what the wand is for. These are just right there. So yes, would I purchase it again? Absolutely. I would purchase it 110%. I want to give you a side note. <laughs> if you've noticed, I've talked about my purple Yaroshi in the past tense. As some of you have noticed my pictures on my Twitter page, I have a 10-month golden retriever named Zeppelin. Zeppelin's cute. 
I love him to death. Wouldn't trade him for the world. And he's also smart. So smart, he knows how to open toy my toy cabinet. One day, I was typing up my second, I think you already know where this is going, uh, podcast. And I heard crunch, crunch, and it's in the back of my head, and I'm thinking nothing of it. And then I start to come out of my deep thought, and I'm thinking, that does not sound like a bone. I look down, and I'll post pictures. Yeah. Purple Yoroshi is no more. No more. So, I am off to buy a new vibrator. <laughs> Again. So, but I have one I kind of want to try that I've had some regulars raving about that their girlfriends have tried or their boyfriends. And I, I'm hoping, I'm narrowing it down, and hopefully I'll have that for you next month to, to go over and play. So, yes. Would I buy this again? 100%. Yes, yes, yes. So, there you go. Enjoy. Now, this next one is The Lush 2. It's by the company Levens. And this is a edger for me. Um, no matter if I stick it inside my vagina, right up against my clit, and I'll, this this sucker is fucking hard to hold on to when you're wet. Too much lube, too much wetness, and holding it against your fucking clit, it's all over your hands. And if you get aroused as I do when you're edging, it's a complete fucking mess. You might as well say it's shower time completely shower time when you use this thing for edging and um but since <laughs> i don't have a vibrator anymore i've had to use it for a vibrator um i really have to push it against my clit like really hard and when i get aroused i get super wet so the frustration builds because the the bulb of the head, it, it, I always say it reminds me of Fred Flintstone's little axe or hammer or whatever they would use. Um, you know, it, it's got like a bump, but it's silicone, all of it, the whole thing. It lights up to, hang on, you got to hold it down, but then it, it, it will buzz as you to let you know that you can control it. Um, it has three speeds, four patterns. Um, again, an edger. I'm not a pattern girl. But what's unique about this, and if you've done the whole live cam shows and watched them, they want you to tip them to do various things with this. I can't speak for them. I won't speak for anybody. This does not make me come. The only way it makes me come if I push it right on my fucking clit. And again, messy because I like Niagara fucking falls when I get aroused. So <laughs> what I do like about this is the app that goes on your phone. It's quiet enough for, I wouldn't take it to like a coffee house or a really quiet place. Maybe a coffee house that has music playing. Like if you're in a corner, 
you could do that and you can shove it up your pussy or if you had a nice decent pair of panties or briefs on and I'll get to that in a minute you could hold it in place um and edge yourself or better yet sit across your partner could you sit in a loud Mexican restaurant or restaurant um, that had again music playing or crowds and let's be honest we're not be in crowds for a while so again now that we get to go back to restaurants some of us and we have to do this six feet distancing thing you can do this you know like some like the Mexican restaurants where I'm here now or some of our restaurants there we're all packed in like as much as like sardines so with a six feet distancing thing I think you could get away with this um, I think you could get away with edging your partner sitting across from you um, it's pretty self-explanatory looking at it. I mean, it goes up and the pussy, um, it's not an anal. Although I've seen videos where they done anal, but it, the instructions, uh, specifically say no. And I would think after time tugging on the, I don't know if you want to call it a handle. It actually, you know, it kind of looks like a big ass sperm, you know? I mean, I don't like biology class. I didn't anyway. But yeah, it looks like a big sperm. So that long tail, um, I think, would you, over time you would pull it and it would work as well. Um, I got this on sale last year for $99, I think, and marked down from 150 at the time. So again, it I thought it was a great deal. Um, uh is there, have I heard there are better ones out there? Yes. Um, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I have this one. Um, again, an edger. Um, what you can do, which I think is, this isn't just for ladies, you know. I know I just said it's not an anal, but let's think out of the box. And uh, toys should be thought as out of the box. And for this one, and yes, I have done this. Um, you could take the head of the sperm, we're going to refer to as that as head of the sperm, and um, you could place it right below your man's balls. You know that sweet spot right there? We all know. I mean, gentlemen, you know what I'm talking about right there? You know? You know when you reach down and you let the finger, yeah, right there. And the tail goes up and around so think of it the base of your balls but you know of course I'm if you're here I could point it out and show you but the bump on the head would go right there on your sweet spot and the tail would go around to the, the top under the base of your cock on the top like from your belly button down and you were ladies gentlemen you would wrap this in a bandage around it, around the cock and balls, holding it in place, securing it with, you know, a bandage tape. Um, I wouldn't do clips that might get dangerous. I suggest briefs. Or if you play in panties, that's good too. Make sure they're snug. It would hold it in place. And then you could turn the tables on your partner. Um, sending across from them again in a nice restaurant 
I would have. It says it's quiet in here all. This is, I don't know if you can hear, that's one. And that's two. I don't know if you can hear any of this. But, and that's three. And then, then four. What time you click, it goes into a pattern like buzz, buzz. And I won't go through all the patterns. That's for you to play with. What's good about this is, unlike the Aroshi, it buzzes from tip to tip. So when you decide to wrap it around your cock and balls and expand it in place, you're not just feeling the vibrations underneath your balls. You're feeling it all the way around to the base of your cock. Yes. And again, the high setting here on me, I have to use to come. Uh, so, but if you're teasing someone again, you'd be with the app, you have different patterns and it's, you can set a pattern or you can, it kind of looks like the old radio. Think of a big radio engineering station where they have the levers that go up and down. It's like, you have that too. And then you have where you could do loops and all these different, make your own patterns and you can even set it up to do a pattern that you make for your partner or yourself. So you could sit there and play with your screen and then it just loops over and over and over again. So you could set or set a pattern that lasts a couple minutes and then eventually just start talking and and then stop it. At any point you could stop it and start a new one. Um, but wouldn't that be interesting to sit across from your partner at a anywhere and you guys are just talking even about the menu or your day, but only the two of you knows what's going on. So yes, I 100% hands down would suggest this for couples play. Absolutely fun. But again, is it, would I use it for my only vibrator? No. Would I use it for an anal butt with an anal, with a separate anal butt plug? This inside your pussy, vibing your G-spot, and a vibrator on your clip. Yes, I absolutely would. And yes, that's a story for another time about me. So yes, go out and get yourself the Lush 2 for you or your partner. And I would love to hear about it if you do and what you did with it. So for my final toy. It's actually not a toy toy. Um, I know when we think of toys, we think of vibrators, butt plugs, nipple clamps, whips, chains, anything you can imagine. This is actually a card game. Um, it's talk, flirt, or dare. Three games in one. So you literally can play this for any stage of your relationship. What I like about this and what I've used it for um, is to get to know someone on a deeper level. And that's essentially really what it is. Um, you could play it um, in a group if you wanted, 
or you could just play it one-on-one -on -one if you're trying to get to know something a little different about your partner. This is an excellent way. There are some questions in the dare or even flirt card stacks that would be interesting and maybe a safe way or a new way to ask your partner about something new um, or whatever. Um, the easiest, and it's a white card box, and you open up just like a deck of cards kind of thing. Um, you can thumb through. You know, this would be really fun on a road trip, like really long road trips. I always say that the best thing a couple could do is get in a car and drive. And sometimes even if you're together for 30 years, you'll learn something new about your partner. And that's the best thing possible that you could do. Um, my dad growing up, um, I know this is awkward, but this is very true. Um, when, as we got older, our punishments changed. And what he would do, we never brought it back to the house. So what he would do is he would take us out driving and talk and talk and talk. And honestly, if you want to talk to your partner, the best way to do it is in a car because they only have a choice. The only other choice is, you know, and don't start talking to them they're on the high, until you're on the highway or the interstate. There's, so there's no stop signs. There's nowhere to, for them to stop at the next stop light and get out. So their only choice is to tuck and roll. And trust me, there were many, many times I was looking at the ditch going, I can tuck and roll. I can, I can totally tuck and roll right now. So yes, um, my advice if you're looking to have a serious conversation or confront your partner, don't bring it to the house. Um, just advice. You don't have to take it. I wouldn't do anything for too serious um, or anything else. But um, yeah, tuck and roll. So in this card deck of talk, like, here's a question. Uh, like, if you'd ask out loud to you or your partner, it's, uh, what is your partner's biggest talent, in your opinion? And another one is, what do you think is your partner's ideal way to spend a Friday night? So very, as you can see, very PG questions. Um, describe your life together in 10 years from now. In 10 years from now, be creative and detail-oriented. So that's pretty cool. That, I mean, that would show you your goals and stuff like that for your relationship. Very, 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 very open. One more. In your opinion, if your partner was to start a charity, what kind of cause would it, would she or he support? So again, very, um, very G-rated. Um, if you're going to get to know your partner differently on a different side of it, um, I've said in my, one of my podcasts that we all have secret behaviors and this is a good way that maybe it's something that the topic just has never ever come up and you might actually learn something from talking to them. So from there, you move on to flirt and it's a red box and, um, same kind of concept, a big deck of cards. Um, here you go. What, what's your favorite time of day to make love? That's a question. Um, you might already know that. Um, and you may not. You may guys just randomly hook up and 
bang the shit out of each other. I don't know. Um, okay. In your opinion, what does it mean to be good and bad? Could you imagine sitting in a car on a long drive and you're asking these questions and you're actually finding out intimately what your partner thinks about intimacy or sex or fucking or anything else? If you had to choose, would you rather dominate or be submissive? Or would you dominate or submit? Um, be, you know, and you, if you've been in your relationship long enough, you know, if you've been in your relationship long enough, you probably already know that answer. Here's another one. What would be your partner's porn star name? Um, my nickname or one of them from my, one of my very best friends is Sparkles. So yeah, I'm, that could probably be a porn star's name. <laughs> um, make up a pet name for your partner's private parts. What, what would you call your little elephant? There was one time I was down in Mexico, and um, I'll tell this story. This is this is a good one. And we were at Mr. Sancho's in Cozumel. So if you've ever been to Cozumel, Mr. Sancho's, hey. Um, <laughs> I was in their pool with the bar with my aunt, and the waiter happened to come up to us, and we were talking to him when he started flirting with my aunt and I I won't lie when in Mexico right I was seven eight ten sheets of the wind um they don't mess with their Long Island iced teas down there I think the the brown was just a splash of coke at that point um I was told that in this pool uh, he was flirting with my aunt and I leaned over my aunt and I looked at him and I said, do you know, they come up, you know, with the, the suction power of the Hoover vacuum after my aunt. And, um, the guy looked at my aunt and, and said, uh, you know, I have a break, you know, I guess he basically hit on her. And then um, he told me how I was pretty with my violet hair and that his friend would like to hook up with me. And she told me this, of course. Then she said, me, without missing a beat, said, oh, no, that's okay. I'm with the man over in the hammock, and he's fucking hung like a donkey. So I don't think your friend could compete. So, yeah, um... And yes, I've been back. I don't know if they recognize me. I probably wouldn't recognize them from Adam. But there you go. So that was the flirt deck. <laughs> On to the dare deck. I couldn't get that closed. Um, boy, these, these, this, you know, one thing I noticed when I was opening these boxes, I could not open one single box without ripping the, the flap like there. Now, the dare. I've read through some of these, and if you would say your sexual relationship is only missionary, maybe doggy style on Sundays, this deck may not be for you. 
if you're very experienced and like, um, this might be mild for you. Like, yeah, like here's one, send your partner a dirty text. There you go. That's, I would say that's very, very, that should have gone in the flirt, in my opinion there. Um, yeah, here's another one that should have gone in for it, in my opinion. Upload so to social media a photo of you kissing your partner with a mysterious caption. Um, again, should have gone in flirt. Um, so, you know, this may be mild. Here you go. I like this one. But again, very mild. Blindfold your partner and slowly kiss him or her in three different spots, building up the surprise. Again, um, you know, I, yeah, that one definitely could have, I don't know, I can see where it's sex and maybe a dare, but, you know, maybe this is a good thing for a newlywed couple, but the newlywed couples these days have probably fucked on top of the Eiffel Tower and filmed it, or done a gangbang in Jamaica and filmed it, so, again, you know, yeah. Or how about go to the bathroom or another room and take a sexy photo and text it to your partner. Again, I, I think most people have done this. So I would say that if you think you're, if you're looking to start pushing your boundaries, this may be a game for you. But um, yeah, I, I, for experience, yeah, like eat the banana or another food and very slowly and seductively. So yeah, again, some of the stuff I would say the in the dare pile needs to go to the flirt. Uh, would I buy this again? Actually, I didn't buy this. I got it as a gift. So I would say thank you. I got it as a gift because, again, this is very mild. But I could see where this would help me in other areas um, is for suggestions or questions. So there you go. Um, yeah, again, fun, but... I don't see like it's something that's very novelty, very um, a, un a unitasker, as Alton Brown would call it. So I'm going to end here on a toy review. I'm going to try to do these once a month with three different things. Um, if you have any suggestions or maybe you would like for me to try something out or um, give an opinion on something out there, let me know. Um, absolutely let me know and I'll see what I can do. Um, again, you can email me at dearnikki 162 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I do respond as quickly as possible. Remember, I do take calls. You can also find me on <laughs> Night Flirt if you want to actually have a one-on-one -on -one with me. Um, it's under Sensual Nikki. You can find me there. Again, if you want to say hey on Twitter, that's would be very nice. Let me know that you've heard this or any other show for that matter. It's D Nikki and I K K I one six two at Twitter. I know you probably know how to find me. So in closing, I want to thank you again for listening and taking your time out of your very busy time. I guess this really isn't a busy time. Busy time off of Netflix binging and giving it to me. I really appreciate that. Um, but again, always remember, 
to every problem, there is a solution. And I call it an orgasm. Thanks for listening.